With the public health crisis has come huge shifts in how we live, work and interact. Perhaps none more so than for those who are able to, logging in to our jobs from home. Some form of remote working is likely a fixture for many companies, even as we take tentative steps back towards easing restrictions. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast, coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. Personally, I've been working out of the office for more than two months now, hosting this podcast remotely as well. It's been an eye-opening, challenging, and at times a rewarding experience. Now, surveys show that many companies have implemented distancing working protocols and will likely keep some aspect of remote working as we go forward, even as the pandemic eases. Now, countries around the world are trying to ease those restrictions related to fighting the outbreak, and we will all at some point also attempt to restore some semblance of our normal practices, like attending the office, or even in far reduced numbers, and also physical meetings. But how much of what we've learned in the last weeks will remain with us as we move forward into the future? Speaking of which, with me is Kelsey Warner, our future editor. Kelsey, how are you? Hi, Mustafa. I'm great. It's good to be here. How are you? Uh, Good, thank you. And you are the future editor, so you've been looking into various aspects of what the pandemic could do to our futures. One of those is the future of work and, and kind of what are, what are the main things that you've found? Yeah, I mean, I think your question towards the end of how much have we learned in the last few weeks will actually remain with us. I think the we're at this point now where we're doing a bit of soul searching. So, you know, Jack Dorsey's companies, Twitter and Square have been told you can work from home for forever if you want. Well, meanwhile, in the UAE, we're sort of phasing back in and elsewhere companies are beginning to think about phasing back in. But employees, given this experience, I think we're looking at ourselves and thinking, well, what do we want moving forward? And I think what we're seeing now is that it won't be all or nothing. It's going to be sort of a hybrid approach. We should perhaps find out how one of the UAE's largest employers has been experiencing what we've been going through. Uh, joining us now is Ali Al Sayah, Vice President of Internal Communications and Employee Engagement at the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company. Welcome, Ali. Thank you, Mustafa. I'm very happy to be part of this uh, of this podcast, and uh, I hope you're staying safe on your side. Thank you, Ali. Um, we are trying to, and to give us a perspective on the tools that we're currently using. Uh, joining us for this conversation as well is Naeem Yazbek, who is a director for Microsoft UAE. Hi, Naeem. How are you? Good afternoon, Mustafa. I'm good. Uh, thanks for inviting me today. I'm uh, happy to join you for uh, for this discussion. So I thought maybe, Ali, uh, you can give us some color on what uh, the day-to-day has been at Adnoc. Sure, absolutely. Um, this has all started uh, quickly, right? This has been a rapid transformation that obviously no one has seen coming. Um, I think what was uh, quite interesting is to see how proactive uh, the company has been. Um, it, the health and safety of our employees has always and will continue to be our number one priority. Um, so as we took the measures that were required to ensure their safety, um, remote working was one of those measures. Um, what's interesting to see is the numbers, the statistics that prove the productivity of our workforce, regardless of whether they're working from the office or from home. Um, today, we have 99% of our office-based staff uh, working remotely. 
um, and and we have ensured that they can be uh, effective and uh, efficient as well through the different technologies that we've been uh, adopting uh, uh, new technologies across our companies that ensure all of our office space employees can work effectively from home. Uh, more so, we have more and more have we been encouraged by the responsive, by the responsible, very positive attitude of our employees uh, towards this remote working environment. Um, it's it's really shown the amount of flexibility and agility that the organization has been able to uh, uh, to adapt to. Um, I think the four four years of very hard work that uh, Adnoc has went through in our transformation program is something that we're reaping the benefits of right now. Um, we're continuing to work even harder um, to enhance our efficiencies. Uh, we're preserving our resources and uh, more and more are we maximizing our profitability. So on our end um, and from Ednoka's perspective, as much as this is a pandemic that we want to go uh, to, to, to get rid of as soon as possible, this has really shown uh, the positive lens of our organization. Naeem, to bring you in two months ago, where was Microsoft UAE's thinking on where we were headed on this work from home and what type of role Microsoft might play as we all go remote? Yeah, so look, when when all of this started, to be quite honest, a couple of months back, I mean, this took the world by storm. It, it took Microsoft as well by storm. Uh, and because of the dependency of many customers around the world on our technology, we became like a first respondent. Uh, and, and we spent uh, the first, I would say, four weeks uh, um, really making sure that we're enabling all of our customers to be able to uh, d- give that flexibility to, to their uh, employees to work from home, but not only employees, because suddenly we've realized healthcare workers needs to, 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 to do things remotely. Students have to do have to do uh, remote learning, teachers as well, and also the, the the regular employees. So suddenly, the whole I would say uh, uh, market uh, had to go into a kind of a remote type of operation. And because the market relies heavily on technologies from Microsoft, like like Teams, we had suddenly to enable millions and millions. Of, uh, of of users and uh, uh, in, in actually no time. Uh, to give you a bit of, of perspective, uh, back in November, globally, we had around 20 million users of Teams. In March, at the beginning of the pandemic, we got to 44 million. Uh, and of course, the, the numbers continue to, to, to go up. There's billions of minutes of video conference per day that, that, that are happening. So suddenly we've realized that the, we, we became, as I said, the first responder where we need to serve all of all, all of those customers, students, teachers, healthcare workers to do their job, to study, to be able to deliver on what they're supposed to deliver, and of course for the private sector to operate. Um, and guess what? I think we have seen uh, with the market and the industry has been talking about digital transformation. I think we have seen two to three years digital transformation in two months. I think everyone double-clicked in, in, into this. What was not possible suddenly became possible. What was not acceptable suddenly became acceptable. And as Ali was saying, I think customers are realizing that, you know what, it does work. Now, whether it will work for everyone or not, we can discuss this later, but technology can enable a lot of the flexibility that, 
uh, employees won't. Distance learning does work, is not perfect for everyone, but definitely it does provide lots of value. You could have imagined healthcare workers without technology, what would we have done? So I think I would say that technology, to an extent, it did save uh, the world in a way or another. Uh, and it, it's helping in shaping culture because I think uh, uh, this concept of not only working from home or remotely is, is remote everything we call it now because everything is now remote needs a major cultural transformation for organization to accept that remote working is okay, remote studying is okay, remote medicine is okay, and it does work, it does provide the flexibility. And I think at the beginning, you've said something that was very valuable. The world may go into a hybrid mode in the future. However, uh, what, what happened over the past two months is not going to be lost, I can assure you. And if you could actually maybe both provide us a bit of a peek behind the curtain, what you're talking about in terms of warp speed, you know, transformation to us all really massively uptaking on technology in ways that we probably never could have imagined a couple months ago. It's a huge learning curve. So what have been some of the learnings or the pain points that you've had to overcome from Microsoft's point of view? What are your customers kind of struggling with? What's, what is user behavior? And for Adnoc, how, how are your employees experiencing this? So, so from a customer, from, from a Microsoft perspective, uh, I think the, big, the biggest challenge is making sure that the infrastructure was uh, available to take all of this load. And as you can, can imagine, at the beginning of the, of, uh, of, of the pandemic, we had to enable suddenly 600,000 students in UAE alone uh, uh, to go online. You, could, you can imagine... Uh, uh, how heavy is, is remote learning with, with video conferences and streaming video all the day. So the, the infrastructure was our biggest challenge, and I think the country have done a phenomenal job around, uh, around that element. The second challenge we had is uh, a mix of our customers accepting the culture and the users learning quickly on these new technologies and to be quite honest, I am, I am extremely impressed because uh, I, I, I would say in UAE, we've probably enabled a good more than a million new people using technology. I think people got quickly on their self-learning. They now become, many of them became more expert in using the technology than us. Uh, uh, the culture, as I said, in the organizations have, we've seen massive shift in the past two months. Uh, from organization that before we're saying we don't believe in work from home, we don't believe in, in remote work to now organization are saying, you know, it does work. And not only it does work, as Ali said, productivity numbers uh, and all the data shows today that productivity numbers are up, they're not down. So I think those were the, some of the, of, of the challenges that we've, uh, we've overcome, some of the learnings that, uh, that our customers uh, uh, had to go to go through. I, I would uh, I would reiterate um, a lot of what Naheem said. Um, I mean, we're we're all learning and adjusting every week, every day, as a matter of fact. Uh, so it's still an ongoing process. Um, and I think once this is over, sooner rather than later, we'll be able to reflect back and truly look into the lessons learned. Um, I think that said, I think it's very apparent. Uh, that having a robust uh, IT infrastructure was very important uh, for us in Ednoc. 
And I think that's true for any organization. Um, another key learning was the role of internal communications. Um, we, 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 we basically had many sleepless nights ensuring our employees have become, um, uh, have been, our employees have the exact messaging that they require, the exact information um, that is needed to, uh, to maintain their health and safety. Um, and, and one thing that is very important for us to realize is that we don't have answers for everything. And acknowledging them, acknowledging the fact that we don't know everything and listening to the feedback that we're getting from our front line of employees was something very important for us. From, from the, from, in terms of how successful our technologies have been, again, let me give you some numbers here. We've been, our people have been logging on to over 30 million minutes of video since we started remote working uh, two months ago. Um, we have more than 1.2 million one-to-one and group calls taking place since we started remote working and 10 million plus instant messages that took place. So absolutely, there, we're seeing a lot of activity. We're seeing a lot of deliverables being delivered. Um, from the comfort of their houses and the safety of their houses. This this aspect of culture and, and, and specifically related to an organization like Adnoc Ali, which is, as we said, the, one of the largest employers in the UAE. I mean, I've been to your HQ building. When you walk in, um, you see the historical photos, you know, the history of, of, of Adnoc, the oil industry, what it's done to help build the Emirate, the country. Um, you see the oil price in the reception, which obviously is important in terms of your business. Um, there is uh, pipes, you know, that kind of equipment that kind of gives you that feel. Um, and of course, you know, I'm assuming that you have essential workers out in your oil and gas fields that are continuing to have to be um, physically there as well. And I know ever since Dr. Sultan Al-Jaber became chief executive in early 2016, you've, you guys have worked very hard to successfully revamp the culture of the company. So yes, the pandemic is a challenge and an opportunity in many, many ways. Um, but you probably want to hold on to those gains that you've made. Um, but with nine, you know, you say almost all your office workers are working remotely and then you have those guys who work on site. So how, how do you manage all the kind of where the interweb of, of, of culture? Um, remote working, essential workers, and kind of keeping that idea of what Adnoc has become these last few years? I think um, it's, I'm, I'm happy that you point out to the many different uh, beautiful aesthetics that we have in our building as you walk in. And I think one thing that is very evident is we went even way beyond the aesthetics of the, of the pleasing elements that we have in our lobby. Uh, what we've, we've been able to transform over the four, four years is a mindset shift, Right. The mindset is what is more important to us. And it's very evident from my experience so far uh, that what we wanted to do is ensure clear, consist consistent, and compelling communications. That was the key role in shaping the culture. Um, I mean, over the past few years, we've, we've truly fostered the commercially focused and performance-led culture at Ednoc. Um, that is very evident today in the way our frontline employees' passion and dedication uh, is, is, is well reflected. Um, I mean, during these complex times, we need to continue to nurture this culture and we continue to do so by engaging our employees through our different internal channels. We've been promoting our values of being progressive, collaborative, respectful, responsible, efficient. And obviously, all of these values are underpinned by our number one priority, which is 100% HSE. Um, so this is how we're very much maintaining 
the overall cultural mindset that we've been able to create. Um, and we've been seeing very good results uh, from our employees at the front line. So the, 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 there's an intersection between the tools needed to communicate effectively when you when everyone is not in one place, but also to keep communicating and communicate more frequently to ensure that you you retain that culture that is is not easy to keep when you're physically together, but at least is maybe it, it's it's more a more direct approach as possible. Absolutely, the consistency and the cadence of the messaging is something that. Uh, uh, we, we definitely do not take for granted and it's well thought through um, to maintain the culture that we've been able to create. So I think building off culture, we have to talk about how we collaborate and innovate in these remote environments. So if the working culture is maintained, how do you carry that forward into building in organic collaboration, building in you know those sort of one-off things that happen throughout the day in the office? Uh, that are sort of ephemeral and tough to describe, but actually really add value to the company overall. Naeem, if you wanted to pick it up from a tech perspective, are there tech tools that are available right now that we could be using to really amplify collaboration or to tap into innovation? Sure. Let me address this from a tech perspective, and then I'll I'll, I'll come to the angle of the of uh, of the rest of the market. I I think the technology industry is not new to uh, the remote work. Uh, I think this is a phenomenon that has been happening since few years. Most of tech companies, for them, the work from home wasn't, wasn't a big change. And today, there is lots of tools and technologies. And if, if it comes to, if, if we talk from a Microsoft perspective, if you look at at tools like Teams and the innovation within Teams, and also the, the 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 capabilities around collaboration, it really allows users to collaborate in unbelievable way, whether on on audio, video, or chat, and be able to drive uh, the the innovation that they want to drive using all sorts of those collabor- collaboration. So. I think from a from a technology perspective, technology has has been there for some time, that enable not only the remote work but the, 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 the what we call digital collaboration. That at the end of the day, it will drive innovation because innovation doesn't come on on its own. What happened is that the pandemic, unfortunately or fortunately, it just brought that culture uh, to industries that were much more conservative and where that kind of digital collaboration in order to drive more productivity or drive innovation wasn't possible before. Uh, and, and and I think moving forward, uh, most of our customers, whether they're in the oil and gas or in the financial services or even in healthcare or in the education sector, I think today they have all the tools that allow them to uh, collaborate and innovate. If, if, we, if, we, if you see the amount of innovation that is happening today on remote learning, uh, I've seen unbelievable stories from students and teachers alike leveraging uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, for example, uh, to drive tremendous amount of innovation around learning. So I think the technology is there. There is a tremendous opportunity now to kind of leverage the existing situation 
to double click on the innovation and honestly push the culture further uh, so that the culture is able to leverage those innovations so that hopefully when we are uh, 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 done from this and least sooner than later, uh, every organization and every industry is going to reflect back and say, all right, we've gone through that experience. Technology has proven to allow us to do things that we wouldn't even imagine before. What is it that we want to keep? And what are the things that we want to retain from the pre-pandemic? Uh, and I think every comp organization will look differently, but I can assure you that we are not going to go back to the world of the pre-pandemic in terms of how organi organizations operate. Uh, I think we are coming to a new world uh, where uh, technology is going to play a major role in both optimizing productivity and innovation. I just want to second that, uh, the opinion of Naeem there. I mean, I think 100% collaboration has become much more easier thanks to technology. Um, Adnoc is, a, is, is, is a, widespread, uh, a widespread in terms of its offices. So we do have the HQ, we do have our operating companies as well. Uh, one thing that is for sure is um, the drives up and down the coordination roads will be less now, given the fact that we have technologies that allow us to do those meetings virtually. Um, I think one thing that is uh, back to the question that was put forward, I think innovation can thrive, honestly, during this period. Um, people do have much more space to think uh, creatively um, in the comfort and safety of, of, of working virtually. But crucially, one thing that I really want to point out is uh, the importance of leadership during these times. Um, to maintain this, this spirit of collaboration, to maintain that spirit of innovation. Our group CEO, His Excellency Zonsa Sultan, has been essential in the communication of, of these messages to our employees in the front line um, about how they need to be safe, safe and maintain their positivity, optimism, and credibility um, towards what's, what's the way forward going to look like. Um, which absolutely will have innovation as, as its key pillars. Um, so leadership is something that is very crucial during these times and very crucial to maintain that sense of innovation and, and, and collaboration uh, in the way forward. Ali Al-Sayek from Adnoc and Naeem Yazbek from Microsoft, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you and goodbye to you, Kelsey Warner, the National's Future Editor. Good to be with you as always, Mustafa. Bye. Before we finish, here are the other stories you need to know about on the national.ae. U.S. oil futures surged past $30 per barrel for the first time in two months as OPEC plus output cuts and production shut-ins began to impact the oversupply. The U.S. Justice Department is reportedly drafting a lawsuit against Alphabet's Google, accusing the internet giant of violating antitrust laws. And Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has put billions of dollars into the shares of major U.S. companies, including Boeing, Disney, and Facebook. That's it for today. If you've got any questions or comments, please email malrawi at thenational.ae. You can subscribe to the show or leave a review. All that remains is to thank our production team, Arthur Edison, Aisha Khan, and you all for listening. Please join us again next time.